Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likuti Halachas. Yoredeya, Chelik Sheni, Hilchas Kevoid Raboy Vitalmet Chacham, Halacha Beis. We dedicate the learning today, Li'ilu Nishmas, Malkas Soro Bas Rab Shapsi, and Li'ilu Nishmas Yentefradl Bas Rab Yeshuarye, Harini Kaporas Mishkova. And also for a complete refuah shalema for all those that need it, including Chaviva Chana Basgalia, Daniel Ben Leia, Devoira Gila Simcha Baschava, Boruch Mordechai Ben Tali, Soralea Baschavaliba, Avigail Brocha Bashira Devoira, Chana Basora, Hillel Ben Brocha Nechoma, Michal Esther Bas Ruhia, David Lei Ben Shena, Shlemenisim Ben Mazla, Avram Dove Ben Chana, Sorigitl Bas Hanariva, Hindachasa Bas Hana, Miriam Esther Bas Sorigitl, Nisim Ben Rivka, Chaim Arya Ben Brocha, Chaim Ben Rachel, Toiva Bas Chavapel, Idis Bas Miriam Brindel, Michal Sora Bas Hadasa, Gitaganendel Bas Sipoira, Libalea Bas Sipoira, Tuvietzvi Ben Chayaliza, Avivilano Bas Yispehendel, Sarocha Bas Yispehendel, Yehudis Ruchoma Bas Chavarus, Betzalel Yechiel Michel Ben Tchiachava, Hadassah Bas Tchiachava, Gila Bas Brocha, David Ben Behiya Shendel Bas Leia, Yaakov Yeshua Ben Feindel Rechel, Shimon Eliezer Ben Rochel, Besoich Shah Choy Yisrael. Inyan Kimo Vehidor Mipnei Seva Vezokim, regarding the topic of standing up for and showing respect for an elder, and Inyan Yiras Rabbi Yechvoidoi, and the topic of respect for one's rabbi. And note it uses the term Yira and Kavoid. Yira means uh, negative issues, not to sit in his chair, not to interrupt him, all the don'ts, and kavod means all of the do's in all the mitzvahs I say in terms of serving him, showing respect. Alpi hamavura b'maymar choysam b'soy choysam. This halacha will be based on chapter 22 in Likud Imran. Sheyesh bechinas nasev enishma. Over there, Rav Enazal explains that when Klal Yisrael were about to receive the Torah from Hashem, they proclaimed, Nase Venishma. We will do, and then we'll hear the explanations. Shehein Bechinas Nigla Venistor, Bechinas Toiro Utfila, Bechinas Bereshis Boro, Maimar Vechatsi Maimar. In that chapter in Likud Imran, Rabbi Nazal draws two columns in a sense. The, 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 and, and he shows these two different aspects. Nase and Nishma, which correspond to Nigla, the revealed portion of the Torah, and Nistar, the hidden portion, which correspond to the concept of Torah versus Tefillah, the concept of the word Bereshis versus the next word Bara. Bara is half of Bereshis. Maimar, the Chatsi Maimar. The statement Bereshis is considered to be a full statement in this sense. The word bara is half of Bereshis. V'haklal hayotzem isham, to summarize what Rabbi Nezal says there, shenigla hu bechinas nase, that nigla, the revealed aspect of the Torah, 
corresponds to nase, doing, asiya, which is a, a more physical level. Venistar, the hidden portion of the Torah, corresponds to nishma, that which we will hear. Bechinas tefillah, which corresponds to tefillah. Rabbeinu Zalir quotes the Pasuk, Lishmoya el horina vel hatfilah. So tefillah is associated with nishma, versus Torah, which is the asiya. Bechinas bereshis, and Rabbeinu Zal over there ties it into the term bereshis, which the Tikkun Ezer says is a combination of two words. Yore Boishes, Yira and Busha. Busha in this sense means a certain shyness, the opposite of chutzpah, the opposite of brazenness. And Rabbein Azal elaborates on this in that chapter on the Kudimran. Bechinas Amida, Bechinas Torah, Torah Hashem. And this concept of Nishma and Tfilah corresponds to Amida. We know that. In the, the Sfarim referred to Shmon Esrei, the main tefillah, they call it the Amidah, we stand. Bechinas Toiras Hashem. And over there in Likut Imran, Rabbein Zal also speaks about two levels of Torah. Your Torah versus the Torah of Hashem. Because we know that the Gemara says, Hashem studies Torah every day. So the Torah of Hashem is obviously on a much, much higher level. And each and every single one of us has to strive every single day to convert the nishma into nase. Meaning, meaning, every day I want to try to understand things that I didn't understand before, things that were nistar to me. Yesterday, this was hidden from me. I couldn't, I didn't know it. And by learning it, today it becomes nigla. To, which means to convert the nishma, bechinas tefillah, nishma nase, to turn the nishma into nase, mehanistorois niglois, to convert what, what's originally nistar into nigla, Ayin Shom Heitev. Study that chapter on the Kutimran well to get a clear understanding of what we're referring to. Paragraph Aleph. Vehine, Mashemikaplin Mehorebi. That which a person receives from their rabbi, Zebechinas Shemeir Enov, Umachnisboi, Esbechinas Hanishma, Bechinas Hanistar, Shienas Etzloi Bechinas Nigla. When a rabbi teaches a student, what the Rebbe is involved in doing is taking that which the student didn't know before, didn't know previously, or didn't understand clearly, and now teaching the person that. It becomes revealed to the student. It becomes nigla. Ki horav hanistor, kol mimenu. Because the rabbi reveals to the student that which was previously hidden from them and explains all the things again that were hidden from the student. Which previously, this, this knowledge, this wisdom was in the category of nishma, nistar. 
Nizgal Eloi Hanister Mimenu, and by having a rabbi who has much more knowledge than me, and he teaches me these things that I didn't know before, so now that which was Nister becomes Nigla, Vialkein Chayev HaTalmid Liroi Mimenu. And this is why the student is required to have Yira. Now the word Yira again means respect, and the word Yira means fear, healthy fear. Because in the category of the rabbi, that's where Yira is. Shehi Bechinas Bereshis. Because as the Zohar Kodesh says, the word Bereshis contains in it Yore and Boishis. Now we know the term Boishis is also associated with Yira here. Because in Parshas Yisroi, after Matan Torah, Moshe Rabbeinu explains to the Jews, you know why Hashem did all of this? So that you will have fear of Hashem upon your face so that you won't sin. And Rashi there quotes the Gemara. What does that mean, having fear of Hashem on your face? The Gemara says, Zu habusha. This means that feeling of shame and embarrassment that comes from feeling small compared to something that's much bigger than me. When I'm standing in front of something, when I'm encountering something that's much greater than me, I feel tiny, I feel embarrassed in the presence of this thing that's so much greater than me. So this is a type of a yiras haroimamus, in a sense. Kishon bebechinas harav hu bechinas hayira shehi bechinas bereshis yore boishis bechinas tefila bechinas nistar because there in the category in column A we spoke about two columns column A and column B that Rabbeinu Zal defines over there in that chapter on the Kutimran. in column A you have the rabbi the yira the tefila the nistar. Ki horav eitzel ha-talmid hu be-bechinas nister, bechinas nishma, bechinas yira. Because the rabbi, compared to the student, the rabbi is in the category of nister, nishma, yira. Ki hasogas horav hi nister eitzel ha-talmid. Because the level of understanding of Hashem that the rabbi has is something that's hidden from the student. The student has no idea about that. And if a person is to have the right rabbi, the rabbi is constantly revealing to the student things that the student didn't know before. And this is why the student must have yira towards the rabbi. Because by the rabbi, that's where Yira is to be found. Bibchinas Hanistar, which corresponds to the Nistar, the hidden part of the Torah. Shehi Bechinas Tfila, Bechinas Nishma, Bechinas Bereshis, Yore Boishis. Now we know that Tfila is associated with Yira. We have that famous Pasuk in Mishle, in Eshes Chayel, Isha Yiras Hashem, Hitis Halol. The woman who has fear of Hashem, she is praiseworthy. The word tishalol means praiseworthy, and the word tishalol also means to pray, tehila, tehila ledavad arimimcha. So tefillah 
is a display of a person's yiras Hashem, of a person's respect for Hashem. Now we could also understand the halach of standing up for a rabbi. Because as Rabbi Nezal says there in Mikutim Ran, in column A, where you have the Nistar, the Tefillah, the Bereshis, that's where you have Amida. Bechinas Nishma, Bechinas Tefillah, Bechinas Amida, Kemavur Sham Hated, as Rabbi Nezal explains over there very clearly. As Rabbi Nezal quotes the, the Gemara, which says that during the time of Rabbi Gamliel, the Jews were on such a high level that they would learn Torah, study Torah standing up out of respect for the Torah. And again, this refers to that Torah of Nistar, that higher level Torah. Ayin Sham again, take a look at Mikut Imran, where Rabbi Nezal refers to this. Paragraph Beis, V'zeh b'chinas kimo b'fnei hechacham v'hazokin. And this will also explain the importance of standing up for a Talmud Chacham, even if it's not one's own rabbi, and a zokin, an elder, a person who's 70 years old plus. Ki zokin ze konachachma. Because we know the Gemara says that the term zokin sometimes does not necessarily refer to somebody who's old in age, but it refers to someone who has acquired chachma. The Gemara says the word zokin is ze kona. Hainu shekono vehisig What this is referring to is a person who was to acquire that which they didn't have before, that which was hidden from them before. That this person struggled and worked hard till they were to achieve that which was previously in the category of Nishma, in the category of Nistar. And this person was to convert the Nishma to the Nase, to convert the Nistar into Nigla. And that's how this person acquired the Chachma, meaning he achieved it, he attained it, he understands this. Because as Rabbi Nezal explains over there in Likutiran, before a person learns a certain portion of Torah, it's not his, it belongs to Hashem, it's the Torah of Hashem. And when a Jew studies that portion of Torah and gets to understand it properly, now he Torah It becomes that person's Torah. As the Gemara says, and as Rabbi Nezal explains this very clearly over there in Likutim Aran. Ki hanishma bechinas hanistar hu bechinas Torah Hashem. Because again, in column A, where we have Nishma, Nistar, we also have Torah Hashem, the Torah of Hashem. It's not our Torah yet, it's hidden from us. The whereas when we go into column B, which is Nase, Hainu Hanigla, who Bechinas Torah Soi. Now we're talking about your Torah, Torah which you acquired. 
And when a Jew is Zoycha to get to understand that which was previously hidden from them, then that person is converting that which was originally Torah Hashem, it's becoming his Torah. And that's why the term, the word Zokain is used, this person has acquired Chachma. Acquire means it belongs to, it's yours. He acquired it, now it belongs to him. It's no longer called Torah Hashem, now it's Torah Soi. As a result of this person putting in tremendous effort and finding and creating and, and, and making from the Nishma, converting what was previously Nishma to Nase. Mehanistor Nigla. Mebchinas Torah Hashem, Torah Soi Kanal. And that's why we're required to stand up for him. Since this person has been zoicha to acquire that which was previously hidden from him, he was zoicha to acquire the nishma, that which was previously nishma to him. This person has acquired the Amida, the Tfila, the Nistar. Because as Rabbi Nassau shows there in the Kutimran, in the category of Nishma, which is Tfila, Lishmoyel, Harina, Vela Tfila, that's where you have Amida. Paragraph And this will also explain the requirement to stand up for an older person, even if he's not a Talmud Chacham. Because the Gemara tells us that the term Seva, which means an older person, means at least 70 years old. Because all of the years that a person lives in this world, each one of those years is drawing its life force from the Torah. Because the Torah is our life. That's, that's the longevity of our life. And we know that there are 70 explanations of the Torah, 70 faces of the Torah. That's the term that's used. And it's from those shivim ponim of the Torah that our 70 years draw their life, life force. However, there are the deep secrets of the Torah, which are called the Pneumius, the inner, inner part of the Torah, which is above the standard 70 explanations of the Torah. 
that's referred to as the real beauty of the face. Shehem lemala mikol hashivim ponim, which is above those 70 faces. Mikol hashivim shonim, above the 70 years. As Rabbein Azal speaks about this in chapter 60 in Likut Imran, Ayin Shom. Ve'elu hanistorois, shehem lemala me'ashivim ponim, mi'ashivim shonim, heim bechinas nishma, bechinas amido, shehi bechinas nister kanam. Now, these hidden secrets of Torah, this depth of Torah, which is above the shivim ponim, above the 70 years, they are in this category of nishma, amido, nister. Yalkein, therefore, mi shezoho leseva, a person who is zeichet to reach the age of seva, ve'ovar al kol hashivim shana, they've already lived, completed 70 years, nimza, so that person has gone above the Shivim Ponim Shel Torah. He's drawing his life from the Hadras Ponim, Mebechinas Nistar, Shehulemala Mi Shivim Ponim, Mi Shivim Shonim. Alkain, Chayovim Lehadroi, Velokomi Ponov. This explains why the Torah uses the word Vehodarto Penezokim, because he, this person has reached that age of hadras ponim. Kishom lemala mishivim shon lemala mishivim ponim who bechinas hadras ponim. Because there, once you go above seventy years, you go above the standard seventy interpretations of the Torah. You're going to that level called hadras ponim, bechinas amida, which is in the category of standing up. And that's why the Torah uses this term, terminology, standing up, tokum, stand up, v'hodarto, and to be mahader ponim, to show great respect. Paragraph Dalid, Gan, in addition, the respect that we are required to show to a rabbi, to an elder, who bichlal hayira is in the category of yira, shehi shayocho laharava hazokin, which is appropriate for the rabbi and the elder, shehu bechinas nishma, who is in the category of nishma, ki hakovoid. Nichlal bechlal hayira, because the kavod becomes part of, plugs into yira. There's a very important connection between kavod and yira. Ki hayira he shoyresh hakavod. Ki mavur b'divra benazal hareni kaporas mishkavod. Because in chapter 14 in Likut Imran, Rabbeinazal begins that chapter by saying that our mission in this world is to elevate the kavod to yira. That's our mission. Le yira, <coughs> uh, to be mechabe, ves yire Hashem yechabe, to show respect for yire Hashem, to elevate the kavod to yira. So Rav Zal says here now, this fits beautifully with our halacha, that if these people are in the category of yira, the, the rabbi, the zokim, then our mission is to take the kavod 
and elevate it to Yira, to take the Kavod and bring it to Yira, to apply this Kavod to the Talmud Chacham, to the Zakein. Ukemai as it says clearly in Tehillim, and Rabbi Nezal brings this Pasuk in chapter 14, Ve'es Yirei Hashem Yechabed. Vialkein ha-kovoid hu bechlal ha-yira. And that's why kovoid is in the category of yira, shehi bebechinas horav ha-zokein, which is the category of the Talmud Chacham, the elder. Shehein bebechinas nishma. They are in that column one. They're in the column of nishma, bechinas yira, bechinas amida kanam. Now note again, Rav Nosanzal wrote this halacha, while Rabbi Nezal was living, the, the Shulchan Aruch tells us that during the first year, I'm sorry, during the first year after Rabbi Nezal had passed away, <coughs> the, the halacha says that when a parent or a Rebbe passes away, during the first year, when a child or a student quotes the parent or Rebbe, they have to say these words, Hareini Kaporas Mishkavoy. So Rav Nosan Zal is writing this in the beginning of his career. <coughs> and therefore he's very short, brief. He's, he assumes, you, you, you know chapter 22 in the Kutimran, or if you don't know, go learn it. And you know chapter 14. He's giving it to us very, very concise. But if you'll take a look over there in Torah of Beis, there Rabbi Nezal defines these two columns and gives psukim and gemaras to show clearly why this is in column A, why this is in column B. Baruch Hashem. Any questions? Can we talk a little bit about behavior and seeing right? So you would think when we go to the Rabbi Nezal, you know, like, you know there should be this in this year when we're in the Bedetzim. But talk about a little about how people behave differently at the end of the Question in terms of respect for a holy site, like the kever of a tzaddik. The answer is, <coughs> there's a term that the Gemara uses, and, and Rav Nosanzal will speak about it in Likut Elochus, called Moira Mikdosh. Again, there's Yira for a Talmud Chacham, there's Yira for a parent, <coughs> there's Yira for a holy place. When a person comes to a holy place, that we're required to apply this this character trait called Yira, respect, tremendous respect. And the respect is both types, Yira Soinish and Yira Soroimamus. That if a person does not show the proper respect for a shul, for a yeshiva, for a kever of a tzaddik, they're in big, big trouble because these are places where the divine presence is, is much stronger than in another place. And it requires tremendous respect. We mentioned that the Arizal says that when a person is about to enter into a shul, when you're at the entranceway, the person is supposed to stop and think carefully that I want to draw upon myself now Yira. I want to put myself in Yira mode to remember I'm walking into a shul now. This is a very holy place. There are different rules here, different laws here, than when I'm in my kitchen or my living room or my bedroom. And, and he says that if a person does that, for a few seconds, this will avail that person for Ruach HaKodesh. That person, that's, this is one of the most important prerequisites for a person to be able to receive Ruach HaKodesh from HaKodesh Baruch Hu. Those few seconds that a person takes that opportunity. 
This applies again to a shul, a yeshiva, any place of her, and, and especially a kever of a tzaddik, where it's, it's Reb Nachman Chirin, who is one of the super giants among the students of Reb Nosenzal. It's brought that he, he would never sit down when he was at the kever of Rabbi Nizal. If he was there for an hour or two, or three, he'd be standing, that kind of thing. I believe one time they said he couldn't stand Mamashi. He took out like a, a handkerchief, put it on the floor, sat on the floor, like certainly wouldn't sit in a chair. No comfort, no personal comfort when I'm in front of Hashem, you know, in this kind of manner. And I've mentioned this before, there are people that come into shul and sit with their legs crossed, and, and some of the shuls are designed, they have theater chairs, that just like when you're a person, they're watching a movie, they have those chairs where you can sit all the way down, and there are people that sit like that in shul simply because they don't get it. They have no idea where they are. They have no idea that they're in the presence of the Shekhinah, and, and it requ- there's this moira mikdash, this super high level of respect when I'm in a shul, when I'm in a yeshiva, when I'm in the presence of a living Talmud Chacham, or when I'm in the presence of a, especially when I'm in the presence of a Talmud Chacham, a tzaddik who passed away, a Beis HaKvoros, or a kever of a tzaddik, where there's all kinds of very important rules in terms of eating in such a place, there's all kinds of halachas. In a shul, a person is not allowed to eat chas v'shalom. It's only if the shul is also used as a place for learning, as a base medrash, and people spend extended time there. They're not just there for davening alone. They're there for learning also, and they spend a lot. Then there's a heter to be allowed to eat, but again, with dignity, with dignity, and certainly to be careful about what a person speaks about in the presence of, of a shul, a yeshiva, a Talmud Chacham, a kever of a tzaddik. Definitely. Question. <clears throat> Does an elderly person who only grows more petty and irritable with age also draw from the hidden facet of the Torah? The answer is that there's a chapter in Likut Imran, in the second half of Likut Imran, chapter 7, where Rabbi Nezal goes into incredible, incredible explanation, explaining the two types of elders, the Ziknei Chachamim, elders Tamidi Chachamim, and what an incredible contribution they make to the world and to Klal Yisrael, and those elders that do not increase their knowledge, their, their level of recognition of Hashem every day, that they are the ones who empower the Sitra Achra Very, very serious topic that's discussed there. We've, we've had, re- we'll have Likuti Alochis on it, we've had references, Rav Nosenzal expounds on that. Unfortunately, those people are in, in a, in a, very serious error. Those people who retire, in quotes, and go into sleep mode, spiritually, versus where the older they get, the, the sweeter they get, and the more they're able to devote more time and effort to coming close to Hashem. Question, how high to stand before a Talmud Chacham? 
I see people sometimes shuffling their chair. <clears throat> the answer is, the answer is that that's one of the mistakes. That that's not, if you, if you take a look at the word amida means to stand up, to stand. If, it's, if a person's doing this mitzvah properly, they stand up. In, in our shul in Me'ashoim, there's one of the outstanding people. He should live and be healthy. Reb Shimon Shapiro. He's a, a living example of, of Yerashamayim, of, of fulfilling the Torah in many ways. And by him, you see, he stands up completely. Not only that, but if he sees an elderly person walking into the shul, he'll try to work his way over to go near with, because if you're at a distance from the person, the law doesn't really apply. So he'll go as close to where that person is, sit down, so that he can stand up to fulfill this mitzvah, sasei de oraisa, of mipne seva tokum, standing up for an elderly person, especially if it's a Talmud Chacham. Now here, the Talmud Chacham, the elderly person, his mission is to run away from Kavod, to try to avoid this kind. You would think, wow, I'm giving people a, I'm giving people a mitzvah, that's great. I'm gonna, if, if I am a Talmud Chacham, I'm going to walk around and everybody should stand up for me and get all of these mitzvahs. The answer is, this is why it's so important not just to read the book, but to watch Talmidei Chachamim in action. And, and having had the privilege of watching my Rebbe, Rav Rosenfeld, Zechren Abrocha, Reb Michal, Reb Yechaim Zalvi, all of these great people, from their side, they try to avoid, to, to run away from people standing up from them. When they walk into shul, they try to go in quickly, as quickly as possible, to be, if possible, to be under the radar, not to be noticed. If a person doesn't see the Talmud Chacham, he can't stand up for him, number one. And number two, I remember Reb Michal Zechren Avrach, a lot of times when he'd be about to walk into shul, he'd look around to see which is the shortest path where the least people possible will have to stand up. He was in his 80s and 90s at the time, and, and some, most people who are a little bit normal understood that it's the right thing to stand up, but he would try to look and gauge which is the shortest path where the least people possible will stand up for him. So here again you see the avoider, the avoider of the student, the avoider of the rabbi, two different avoiders. Any other questions? A question, Nistor and Niglo, is that related to Makifim? Definitely. You have <coughs> Makifim and Pnimiim. In that, in that context, the Makif is the Nistor, the Pnim is the Niglo. Whereas here, when Rav Nosan is referring to Pnimi, he's referring to the Pnimi Satoira, which is the Nistor. This is why it's important. You need to know sometimes the same word in a different context takes on the opposite meaning, literally, the opposite meaning. Any other questions? Halacha Gimel. Kvoid Rabbah, I like, sometimes I like to share personal experiences. I remember when I, when I first came to Breslov, it was in New York, and I had grown up in yeshivas. I had learned in Yeshiva Torvadas. 
which is an example of a, an, a respectable Haredi yeshiva. And then at one point, my parents switched me to a more modern yeshiva, <clears throat> which was Yeshiva University High School at that time in Brooklyn. It was called BTA. And the level of, uh, it's, I, I don't remember accurately, but it's quite possible that because it was more modern, the level of respect for Talmidei Chachamim was a little less. And I remember the first time I was invited to a shir, a friend of mine invited me to attend a shir that was given by Rav Rosenfeld, Zichon of Rocha. I remember we came early. This friend of mine had Yira Shamayim, and he would, the shir was 9 o'clock. He would come 8.30 to set up the table and the chairs and everything, to set up a tape recorder, to record the shir, etc., etc., and then I remember the rabbi walked in at about 10 to 9, a quarter to 9. And he, on outside appearance, he looked as mediocre as possible. Medium height, medium build, clean shaven, completely clean shaven at the time. Wasn't even wearing a hat because in the Syrian community where the shear was being given at the time, there was, <coughs> they were allergic to hats sort of at the time, sort of. There's actually a shul, a Syrian shul in Deal, New Jersey, that's on a street called Hathaway Avenue. And there were certain members of that shul that were so allergic to hats that if a person came into the shul wearing a hat, they would insist, take the hat off. In this shul, we don't wear hats. And somebody made a joke, Hathaway's hat away. No hats. So he walked in, I remember. And I remember there were a few people in the room at the time and I remember they stood up, and you could tell that the standing up was a real display of sincere respect. I remember at the time it, it caught my eye that, wow, you know, interesting. And afterwards, when I heard him speak, after I heard a few shurim from him, I understood why they were standing up. I saw that this person was an incredible Talmud Chacham of incredible, incredible high caliber in Nigla and Nistar. And again, there were men there, elderly men. They stood up with tremendous respect and love for the Torah and for the person. Halacha Gimel. Kvoid Rabbi Vekimo Vehido Bifnei Talmud Chacham. And that was part of what made me realize that this is something different. This isn't a standard shul or a standard rabbi or a standard Torah. And, and weeks later, as I heard more and more, I started seeing what it was all about, that this was a, a chassid, a breslava chassid, a, an incredible Talmud Chacham who was 100% worthy of that level of respect, the yira and the kavod. Paragraph Aleph, This halacha will be based on chapter 8 in the second half of Likutei Maran, which is the final shear that Rabbi Nezal gave in his lifetime. This was the shear that he gave on Rosh Hashanah a few days before he passed away on Chalamoid Sukkot. Ayin Shom Ba'oiz Hei Zayin Ches. Take a look at paragraphs Hei Zayin and Ches. Mavoyer Shom Rabbein Azal explains over there. Shalidei Hakovoid Nimshach Hispashtus Hanavua. That when the Kovoid of Hashem and the Kovoid for Holiness is in place, 
This is how we're able to draw a flow of nevuah, prophecy. We know that when it came to Har Sinai, when the Jews stood at Har Sinai, that's when Hashem, every single Jew, was like a Novi. The Pesach says, Ponim beponim diber Hashem imochem. Hashem spoke to us face to face. That was a hispashtus hanavuah, which was brought about through kovoid. Which kovoid? One, we know Rabbein Azal says that the highest level of respect for Hashem is when somebody who's very far from Hashem comes close. The prerequisite for Matan Torah was Yisroi, that Yisroi, this non-Jew who worshipped all the different idols, and by him coming and saying, I recognize the Hashem of the Jewish people as being superior to all the others, in his merit, we had Matan Torah, we had this incredible Hispashta Sanavua, because of the great kavod that Hashem received through this. The Pasuk says, Chavul Hashem Mishpachaisamim, Chavul Hashem Kavod Voiz. That when the Mishpachaisamim, when the families of the other nations, when they come and join Klal Yisrael, that brings tremendous kavod and oiz to Hashem. Rabbi Nezal refers to it as Iker Kvoidai, the main, the greatest kavod to Hashem. So that brings about a Hispashtus Hanavua. And when there's nevuah, then the cloudiness, the unclarity of the medame becomes clear. Rabbi Nezal quotes the Pasuk, that through the nevuah, when there's nevuah, that eliminates the medame, that clara, because medame, the term medame means mixture, confusion, when there's a mixture that leads to an unclarity or the opposite of the truth, sheker is called medame, because it's, it's a perversion of the truth and, and, and nevuah is one of the highest levels of truth, a revelation of Hashem and Rabbi Nezal goes on to explain there in the Kutimran that the more that a person is to clarify the medame, the more that person is to complete faith. And it's for this reason that every single Jew is required to search a lot, to search very, very hard to find a real leader, a true tzaddik to come close to. Ki kol manig yeshloi bechinas ruach nevuah. Because every true leader of Klal Yisrael has an aspect of prophecy. Vafilu ato shebotlo hanevuah. And Rabbi Nezal says there in Likutimran, even though nowadays the Gemara says from the time that the Beis Samikdash was destroyed, there is no nevuah. Despite that, yesh lechol manhig eze bechinas ruach hakodesh shu bechinas nevuah. Every true leader of Klal Yisrael must have a certain degree, a certain level of ruach hakodesh, this divine spirit of Hashem, which is like nevuah, like prophecy. The Gemara says chacham otif minavi. 
that a true Chacham is superior to a Navi. He has a greater degree of clarity about Hashem than the Prophet. And that the fact that this person has this Bechina of Ruach HaKodesh, Nevuah, means that this person has been zeichet to clarify the Medame. And that's what really helps to establish Emuna. Which is the most important thing in Yiddishkeit. Study all of this very, very well over there in Likut Imran to have a proper introduction to this halacha. We told this story before, but stories are, are good to tell. The story of the great Rebbe Rebzusha, who was one of the students of the Mizritcha Magidzal, and one time a person came to him crying bitterly, bitterly. This person's father had passed away, and the father was a very, very from religious person. And the father came to the son in a dream, telling him he should convert. He should convert to that other religion. We don't want to say the word. And he had the dream once, and a second time, and a third time, and the son is going crazy. What? What's going How could this possibly be? My father did. So the Rebbe Rebzusha heard this, and he told him, I want you to go to the cemetery. I want you to open up the grave, and you'll see a cross there at Salem, what we call Yiddish at Salem. Take it out, and the dreams will be finished. He was shocked to hear this. Rebzusha knows what's in my father's grave. He goes there, he opens it up. Sure enough, that's what he saw. That I, when I, I heard the story originally, I didn't hear this next part, but somebody else told me, how did it come about? Because the, when, during the funeral procession, when the grave was open, a priest was going by there <coughs> before they put the, the, the person in, and these priests used to try to convert people during their lifetime. If they couldn't do it during their lifetime, they would try to do it after a person passed away. They thought by throwing the cross in there, that'll change the soul of the person, you know. He takes out the cross, covers it up, and he's in awe. And he tells this story to all of his friends. Reb Zusha has Ruach HaKodesh. How could he possibly have known this, you know? And the whole city is buzzing and buzzing. Reb Zusha, wow. And somebody tells the Vilna Goin about this. And the Vilna Goin hears this, and he says, Ruach HaKodesh, nonsense. It's the Beferish Yerushalmi. There's a story like this in the Gemara in the Yerushalmi. So don't tell me any Ruach HaKodesh. The only thing I can figure out is, how would Reb Zusha know a Yerushalmi? Everybody knows Hasidim don't learn Gemara. They don't learn Torah. And word got back to Reb Zusha of what the Vilna Goin had said. And when he heard this, he smiled and he said, he's right. I didn't take it from the Yerushalmi. I took it from where the Yerushalmi got it from. I got it from the same source. Meaning, I heard it from Hashem himself. There's a, a story, again, the Degel Machni Ephraim, who was the grandson of the Baal Shem Tov. <coughs> the Degel Machni Ephraim writes that one time I was sitting on my grandfather's lap and he was, when he was a child, and he was in a room with his Talmidim, and the Baal Shem Tov said, there's a person in this room who says Torah, not from a Malach, not that he heard from an angel, 
Not that he heard from a sorof, but that he heard directly He hears, he gives over Torah that he hears directly from Hashem himself. And the Baal Shem Tov said, and that person, that individual, is in danger every moment of his life of falling into the Nukva de Tohoi of falling into the deepest, deepest depths of Tuma, of the Klipos, speaking about himself, that he wanted his students to be aware of where he was getting his Torah from, and at the same time, every single person is in danger every moment not to fall into Gaiva Chas We know that it's brought about the Arizal and... And the Baal Shem Tov, I think it's both of them, if I'm not mistaken, that the last words off their lips before they passed away was a posuk, al tevoyeni regel gaiva. Hashem, please protect me from any type of gaiva, any type of arrogance. Because we know a funeral, the funeral and the eulogies and everything is called kovoid hames. It's all about respect for the person that passed away. And they were afraid, they were afraid that being given this respect, it shouldn't harm them in any way. The tzaddikim, the true Tamid Chachamim, are constantly terrified that they shouldn't be harmed by this Kavod. Their mission is to run away from the Kavod as much as possible. We'll just do the, the next paragraph, paragraph base. Nimtza. So based on what Rabbi Nezal says there on the Kut Imran, we conclude She'ikr ha'hiskarvus lehorav ho'emes hu'bishvil liskois le'emuna That the main reason why we're trying to come close to the true rabbi is to be zoichet te'emuna. That's the tachlis. To be zoichet to real, to this birur hamed, because he has this ruach hakodesh, this nevuah, he has the real birur hamedame. He can give me real emuna. Shezehu ho'iker shezoichin alidei ruach hakodesh l'rabbi, and that's the most important result that a person can get from the ruach hakodesh of his rebbe. The rebbe teaches halacha. The rebbe teaches all kinds of interesting things. The most important thing that a Rebbe has to infuse their Talmidim in with is emuna, pure faith in Hashem and in the Torah. And the more emuna a person has, the more the medame becomes clarified. Through the Ruach HaKodesh, Nizbarer HaMedame, this is what took place, we know, at Kriyas Yamsuf. We're told again that the Jews were Nevi'im. It says that, We had this recently, that the smallest person, a maidservant, who was crossing the Red Sea, was a higher level Navi, Nevi'ah, than Yecheskel HaNavi. So the Torah is telling us that they had a super high level of Nevi'ah, what did they do with that? Did they do magic tricks? No. It says, Vayaminu The tachlis of all of that, the ultimate purpose was to achieve the highest level possible of faith, pure faith in Hashem and in the tzaddik and in the Torah. And Rabbein Azal shows there in the Kutimran 
How does the tzaddik get this Ruach HaKodesh? How does he get this Nevoah? It requires a revelation of Kovod, a tremendous revelation of Kovod. And this is one of the reasons why we are res- required to show respect. Rabbi Nassau says, Kavoy Godel, tremendous respect for my Rebbe. Because respect for one's rabbi is respect for Hashem. The Zohar Kodesh says, they're not equal, they're not equal, you're right. Respect for the Talmud Chacham is greater than the respect for Hashem. The Zohar Kodesh gives an example. Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoyzal says that Yeruvam Benavot was insulting Hashem. He was bringing sacrifices on a Mizbeach to avoid the Zohar. Hashem didn't kill him, Hashem didn't punch him. Idoi Hanavi was sent, Hashem told Idoi Hanavi, go tell this idiot that if he doesn't stop, he's going to be in big trouble. So Ido Yanovi approaches Yeruvah Benavot, the king, Yeruvah Benavot, and tells him, hey you, you should know that Hashem has had enough of this. And if you don't change your ways, and the Navi says that Yeruvah Benavot turned around, picked up his hand to smack him. And as soon as he did that, before he smacked him, his hand shriveled up and became a tiny piece of skin attached to his shoulder. So the Zohar says, look at this. <laughs> He's standing there bringing sacrifices to Avoidezara. The Gemara says, Kolzman sheyesh Avoidezara boilam, charoinaf boilam. That when there's Avoidezara, Hashem gets very angry. But Hashem is able to control his anger when it's only his kavod, when it's only Hashem's kavod. But the moment that Yeruvah Benavot is about to show disrespect to a tzaddik, no hold. Hashem pulls the trigger instantly. And the Zohar Kodesh says, from here we see <coughs> that Hashem is more particular about the covet of tzaddikim than his own covet. So this isn't Breslov. This isn't anti-religious. This is pure religious. That Rav Nosanzal says that the kvoidom who kvoid Hashem is porach. The respect for Talmidei Chachamim is respect for Hashem. That's Hashem's kavod. And through the respect that a person shows his Rebbe, that's what empowers his Rebbe. That's what enables the Rebbe to receive more Ruach HaKodesh and Nevoah. Shenimshach mi Kanal, which comes from Kavod, as Rabbi Nezal shows the Likutimran. And the more Nevoah, the more Biror Hamedame. And through this, that's the most important thing. The most important thing that a person needs to receive from their Rebbe is Emuna. Emuna in Hashem, the Torah, the Tzaddik, and Emuna in yourself. And this is what Rabbi Nezal writes in chapter 126 on the Torah. Rabbi Nezal writes there that in the Zohar Kodesh, you find that Rabbi Shimon Bar Yichoi gives a shir, 
And then his students say, woe is to the world when you're going to leave the world. <clears throat> and they say there was never a revelation of Torah like what Rabbi Shimon Yechoi, they praise Rabbi Shimon tremendously. <clears throat> and then there's an encore. And then he goes and gives an additional Dvar Torah, an additional level of Torah. Ayin Sham, take a look over there in Likutim Ran, where Rabbi Nezal highlights this point, that look at this, whenever they praised Rabbi Shimon, <clears throat> suddenly the door opened up, and there was a new revelation of Torah. Because as a result of their praising him and thereby showing this great respect for him, that took Rabbi Shimon to a new level. That expanded his Ruach HaKodesh. Everything is dynamic. Everything is moving pieces. The students aren't staying in one place, and the Rebbe isn't staying in one place. And Rav is showing us here that through the respect that Talmidim showed to a true Rebbe, that allows the Rebbe to grow. That enables the Rebbe to grow, to receive more Ruach HaKodesh, to be able to give more Torah, more revelation through that Kovoid. Any questions? Ashreinu. Ashreinu that we have this Sefer. Let's see. <coughs> can, can we please clarify in what ways is a Talmud Chacham greater than a Novi? The answer is because the entire Torah, the Torah is called Nevoah. The Ten Commandments <coughs> in that chapter, in Likud Imran, Rabbi Nezal shows that the, the Asera Sadibrois correspond to the Ten Levels of Nevoah. <coughs> and it's brought that Nevoah comes from the sphere of Bina. Nevoah comes via Netzach and Hoid, which receives from Bina. And Chachma is above Bina. The Sifrei Kabbalah show... <coughs> So a person, and the Gemara says, Ezehu chacham haroya es hanoilad. That the definition of a chacham is not a person who sees what's in front of them. To see that this is a cup, I don't have to be a big chacham. <clears throat> to be a chacham according to the Torah's definition of a chacham is a person who will see a situation, he'll see the present, and he'll be able to know what the future is going to be. <clears throat> the story of Rabbi Akiva and the other rabbis came to the site of the Beis HaMikdash after the Beis HaMikdash had been destroyed completely and they saw foxes walking around where the Kodesh HaKadoshim was and the Gemara says that the rabbis started crying and Rabbi, Rabbi Akiva was smiling so they asked him, why are, you, why are you smiling? what are you laughing about? he said, what are you crying about? they said, what we're crying about, look at this the holiest place in the world where only one Jew was allowed to go in there one day a year. And look at this now. Foxes are walking around there. And I, we shouldn't cry? He said, I'll tell you why I'm smiling. Because there are two prophecies in the Torah. There's one prophet who said there's going to be a major churban. And there's another prophet who said there's going to be a major rebuilding. Until we saw the churban, we might have had doubts, you know, that maybe Hashem... Now that I saw the Khurban, 
I know for sure that the binyan is going to be fulfilled. So we see Rabbi Akiva, a true Talmud Chacham, can look at a situation and be able to read it correctly, be able to know what this portends, what, what, what the future of this is. We should be zeichet, to come close to Talmidei Chachamim Amitiim. Baruch Hashem, we have Rabbeinu Zal, Rabbeinu Zal. We should be zeichet to come close to the, these true Talmidei Chachamim and to be able to have our emuna increased every day, every minute. And be zeichet, the Pesach says, Tovoi Toshur Meiroi Shamona, that Moshiach will come when there's a, a real increase in Amuna. Amen. 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 Thank you, Rabbi Nassim.